Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome back again to another episode of Nothing But Real Talk. We're your hosts, Mark A. Over to my right-hand side, as usual, my brother from another mother, compadre from another madre, Mr. Sports. Goes by many names. Mm. Ollie Jones is the main name, though. Ollie Jones. How are you doing? I'm good, mate. Nursing a little bit of a hangover today. Yeah. So I feel a little bit ropey, but, you know... Putting some uh, putting some content together for the uh, <laughs> for the guys out here. Yeah, still putting in the hard work for you guys. It's yeah. hanging, but we're here we making sure here. that we're providing you with some good conversation, giving you your weekly dose of nothing yes. but real talk. And today we've got some really good talk mm. to chat about. We do, and um, I think uh, this would be good to kind of hit a different kind of audience as yeah. well that we haven't really sort of touched on so I know we've done a bit on on sport in the last couple of weeks but yeah. I feel like this is going to be good for a, a few ladies out there yeah this is this like is catering this. for everyone yeah you know because we we appreciate you know we've got female listeners exactly and they might not be interested in in hearing some of the things about sports exactly but because like we said we're going to cater for everyone Today we're going to talk about relationships, and to to start off this 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 conversation, mm-hmm. we're gonna go straight into one of the biggest scandals in a relationship yeah. that's happened recently, um, <laughs> and there's been a funny word as well that's come out of it. I mean, it's <laughs> it's already been a word, yeah. but. Now it's it's been used in a very very funny way. Yeah. Um, Will Smith and Jada Smith, the entanglement. The entanglement, mate. People are obsessed with this at the moment, right? <laughs> and I can't understand the obsession with it. Like, I thought everyone knew that they'd been on a break. Yeah. Um, you know that wasn't sort of private knowledge. That they'd, they'd been on a break for a bit. Um. By the sounds of it, obviously Jada went away and had a, an entanglement with. Um, was it um, was, was it Jaden's friend? It was Jaden's friend. It's another musician yeah. called uh, August Alcina. That was it. Yeah. Um, so she had this entanglement with, and Will, so added on that it's it's a relationship and she still was like well we're in an entanglement uh, but it's a relationship it's a relationship in, you know entanglement tomato tomato you know yeah but again people are just really obsessed with with this whole um topic you know it is right like people like to make celebrities villains right mm-hmm. they like to um that that the big thing I think about uh, celebrity culture is they love to build you up yeah. only to see you torn see you down as well. Yeah. You've seen it a number of times with a number of different people. Yeah. You look at Jay-Z, for example. Yeah. People, you know, rip on him for his relationship with Beyonce. Maybe justified in a way for what, for what he did. But then again, he has done so, yeah. so much good as well. Yeah. Um, so. and, but then there's all this whole thing about people looking up to these celebrity uh, celebrity relationships yeah um and it, i don't know whether it, it hinders what real relationships are actually are made meant to be mm. you know um because you know they'll think oh, 
Jay-Z and Beyonce look a certain way, do this, do that. Yeah. Or Molly May and Tommy from Love Island. Oh, you know, pe- people, instead of actually focusing on their own relationships, yeah, they end up glamorizing other people's relationships and trying to live up hmm. to those people's lifestyles. Yeah, and um, to be honest with you, I, I don't think any relationship is perfect, right? No. The biggest key in any relationship is communication, right? 100%. So we should... Um, you know, be, be praising Jada and Will for coming out in a public space and discussing their, yeah. their their marriage openly like this. Yeah. And, you know, being able to say, you know, I did have this entanglement with this person when we were broken up. Yeah. And being able to actually share that and be honest about that. That's one of the, yeah. the big keys in a relationship is communication. Communication. Otherwise, you know, it makes it difficult. I'll, I'll yeah. put my hands up. In yeah. past relationships, I've not been the best to communicate things across to my partner but you learn well that's it I've, I I think I can definitely side with it as well I yeah. I struggle to communicate as well and I think that is a very sort of male thing I was going like to say almost, do, do you think it's like a guy almost thing? like not showing your emotions yeah and not you know sharing stuff and all that sort of thing yeah it's a very male thing to not do that yeah because um, you, as a man, you sort of feel you don't want to feel vulnerable, do you? No, exactly. you know, you don't want to see your woman uh, think, oh, you know what, he's weak. There's this whole thing, isn't you're there? Talking like, about something like you know? men should be these strong men yeah. that, that don't have any feelings and they're tough as nails and all yeah. this crap. And <laughs> men have feelings too. No, we do, and and yeah. that's that's one thing personally I've learned as well is mm. I've got to become a better communicator. Yeah. within a relationship I've got to be able to express my feelings a little bit more Definitely. and not be scared to do it well that's you it know? right you, you, you've got to stand up for you and you've got to express yourself and you know if, if someone says something or does yeah. something you don't like you need to be able to say that exactly you know not just rolling yourself over exactly and just exactly. enjoying the ride but um, you know there's this whole stigma as well around relationship goals you know yeah. that, that that's also um, having an effect on relationships, people. I, I, I don't know why people are so obsessed with, you know, with actually like just trying to be other people. Yeah. You know, just just be you. Just be within yourself. your relationship. Yeah. Um, and then you know, just just enjoy life. That's the main thing. Yeah. When you're trying to live like someone else, you forget to actually enjoy yourself. Well, that's it, right? Like every and, every relationship is different. And yeah. You're not going to be Jay Z and Beyonce. You're yeah. not going to be Will and Jada Smith. No. You're Mr. and Mrs. Smith or whoever you are. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. That was a bad example because. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Smith. That's, that's always a good example. It is. It's like, like the oh, easiest one. Shit. Will Smith. <laughs> um, but yeah, literally, like, you know, people just need to focus on their own relationships. Yeah. Stop trying to be like other people. 100%. Just be you. Yeah, man. I, and I feel like. Before you you commit yourself in a relationship as well, you need to learn to love yourself. Yeah, definitely. Before you go into a relationship and actually commit to loving someone, because um, if you if you don't love yourself, you will find it so difficult to to love someone else. You know, it's that old cliche, isn't it? It's like if you can't love yourself, then how can you love someone else? You yeah. Know what I mean, so people love thyself and love. make sure if you're in a tough relationship in a tough situation you communicate mm. if it's difficult write it down maybe 
yeah who knows exactly. that's yeah. the thing you know i've i've had my fair share of shit relationships yeah um and i, I didn't communicate at all well during yeah. like, during that and that's one big thing that i've kind of taken from that previous experience yeah to take into my future relationships yeah. and now i i'm not the best communicator still but i'm a lot better but than you're learning to be. yeah precisely yeah. yeah and that's that's the main thing is relationships are meant to build you mm-hmm. you know and and you build each other. Mm-hmm. If you're in a relationship and you don't feel like that person is is building you, then I don't think that's a place for you. No, they have to. You know? They have to add to your sort of um, to what you have, right? Yeah. Um, it's like so. My missus, I, I I feel like I could take her to like a social event or with yeah. friends and stuff. To take her a few drinks, and I feel like that would add to me. She'd be able to talk to other people. This yeah. Level, and I wouldn't have to worry about. Looking uh, after her, her yeah. Are you okay? Yeah. Are you so, so. I, I wouldn't have to worry about that. Um, you know, so I think it, it has to almost be easy in a way. Like you, you have to find someone that you, you know, you can easily communicate with and it, it, it is almost a bit easy. Um, yeah. And if it is like really tough work and you kind yeah. of don't get anything out of each other and there are red flags and yeah, maybe man. you need to sit down and evaluate that and say, yeah, hey, no, for sure. is this right for both of us? You know what I mean? For sure, for sure communicate people um another subject linking on to relationships um marriage yeah when do you when do you think is the right time or what do you think is the right age to get married it's difficult right like um when i was younger i always thought that getting married was kind of like the be all and end all of being in a relationship and i thought oh i might be married by the time like 25 26 (laughs) No, nah, man, I'm 25, 26 now. I can't afford that shit. <laughs> but, um, Life comes at your fast, isn't it? You just it think, does. oh my God. And I think that there's almost a, a sort of tendency now with a lot of people to sort of steer away from marriage. Yeah. I think there's a lot of people I've met now that they're like, you know, we're committed to each other. We love each other. We, we, we want to be together forever. Yeah. But we don't want to get married. We don't need something to do, do you think, prove that. Do you think that marriage is something that you should do as a couple? Potentially, I don't think you have to. Yeah, I, I don't think you need to do it. I think you know if if you're happy together and you, you're not too fussed about doing that, then I don't think you need to. So you can I, just be in an entanglement. Yeah, exactly. For the rest of your lives. Exactly. Life, <laughs> lifelong entanglement. <man. laughs> no, that, that's a fair point though. Yeah. Because I, I get that as well, but at the same time, it's just like you're you're just in. I don't know. It's a weird one. I'm I'm kind of like between a rock and a hard place in the yeah. moment. Like, like I do like the idea of marriage. Um, I like the idea of going on a stag do. And yeah. All, all I, idea of a wedding. Exactly. And, you and, know, it's just that, that's that sort of thing that goes along with it, yeah. right? Um, I, I like the idea of it and being able to celebrate like the relationship and everything. I don't like the whole sort of traditional thing. Yeah. I'm not. I, I'm not really into that. Some people are. Yeah. I'm not really a very traditional sort of church-going type yeah. that wants to get uh, married by a priest or whatever. Um, if I was to do something like that, I don't know. My missus feels like this as well. We would probably do something that is a bit more unique to us. Yeah. Like something that we feel kind of vibes with our relationship. Yeah. Rather than being like, okay, we have to get married in a church. And well, that's the thing though. A wedding is your big day together, mm-hmm. and it shouldn't have. Um, a certain theme to it do you know yeah. what I mean the theme is the relationship exactly isn't it? Yeah. The, the the couple that's the theme that's that's it Yeah. nothing else everything else is just the additional parts to the celebrations 
of yeah. these two people getting united in holy matrimony. Mm -mm -mm. Praise yeah. the Lord. But, um, you know, I, I, I want to get married one day. Yeah. And I want to have a wedding. I want to have kids. have all that, you know. Yeah. And I, I think if, if you don't aspire to have that in life, it, obviously, I, I don't know if everyone wants to get married, but I feel like you, you should look forward to something yeah. in your life, like just having that happiness. I can't wait to have family, man. Yeah, well, this is it, right? It's um, it's weird, right? Like I, I've met a few people as well that they're they're not fussed about having kids. Yeah. But I've I, I've always thought that I'd have kids, and I st I still want to have kids when I'm older because yeah, I'd love the idea of having like a a son or a daughter or whatever. Yeah. Um, Just a mini version of you. Exactly. Yeah. A, a little version of me running around kicking a football and fucking <laughs> taking names and breaking <laughs> legs, you know what I mean? <laughs> but um, yeah, it's like I see my brother with his kid and um, I love hanging around with him. He's mm. such a such a little nightmare. And yeah, man, it's just, it's just having, you know, that sort of, that, that, that family. You know yeah, I mean? it's just different kind of happiness. Mind. Yeah, exactly. Different kind of happiness. Exactly. So moving on to our second segment on this episode, and it's mental health. Uh, as, we, as we both know, it's a, a very important topic because, you know, your mental state of mind is, is crucial to mm. you as a person and how, you know, it's, it's the difference between life and death, really. Yeah. You know, because it's, it, it's, it's a massive topic and I think it's only fair that we actually talk about some things and yeah, let's, let's dive straight into it. Dive straight in. Straight um, into it. Yeah, it, it is a massive thing and I think it is something that a lot of people neglect. I mean, you only need to look at people like um, Tyson Fury, mm -hmm. massively struggled with mental health and he's one of the you know, sort of biggest boxers and most notorious boxers of all time. Yeah. And you know he he struggled with it. Yeah, uh, that just shows. No matter who you are, yeah. No matter how rich you are, no matter how powerful you are, no matter how strong you are physically, your mental health can always, will always, take over. Yeah, you know because it, it's it drives us as people. Yeah, and if your mental state of mind is not good mm. you obviously start to live an unhealthy lifestyle not in terms of you know um just diet and stuff but drugs yeah things like that as well um and and, and that's why i think it's important for us to to shed some light um on on some on some issues uh, in regards to to mental health massively man um, i mean i i mean i i can talk from personal experience i've had a few sort of issues of mental health in the past um, I suffered with depression mm -hmm. um, sort of four or five years ago um, had to go to therapy about that yeah. and that was that was a crazy tough time in my life man like I was working in a shit job I was in a shit relationship at the time yeah. and everything was kind of weighing down on me and luckily I kind of had like family and friends around me yeah. to sort of pull me through that um, but it is it's something that you don't really think about until it affects you. No, 100%. And then when it does affect you, you're like, oh shit, like, like this is a you know, bad, bad thing. And it's, it's difficult to explain how yeah. it makes you feel, but you just feel 
like, you know, shrouded by this whole yeah this thing in, in your head and you're like what the fuck is wrong with me yeah now I'm with you because in, in the last few sort of months as well myself I've had a, a battle with my own anxiety hmm. you know just obviously last week we, we we sat down and you said you admired me for my confidence and stuff like that yeah um but you know i feel like most of the time i'm just making myself feel like that you, you know pro- trying, trying to, like, to project an image. yeah trying to just project an image to make sure that people think i'm okay hmm. you know but I, i've had some some stuff going on in, yeah. in, in the background um, me and my dad we just I, I learned some things about my dad basically during like the last couple months right. and you know you, you learn things and you start to question yourself you start to question a lot of things mm. you know um, I've been struggling to sleep right. for example yeah. eating mm. my appetite is just completely gone really yeah like the last couple of months I've just struggled but I've lost weight yeah I've I've lost I've lost a bit of weight um, I'm glad that the gyms are opening again um, next Saturday because that's that's one outlet I had. Yeah. You know, besides everything that's happened, obviously I went for a breakup as well with, with after a long time with this girl. Yeah, yeah. And you know, it, it affects you mentally, but definitely. It, I feel like again because as guys. Yeah. Because we we think you know we're men we've got to stay strong. You you forget that you're only a person at this at the end of the day. Yeah, well that's it, and you and you don't want to talk about it, right? Mm. You you want to keep it bottled up, and you don't yeah. want to you don't want to tell anyone. Um, yeah, I can I can totally side with that. Like, yeah, when I was going through um, sort of being depressed and everything, I I kept it all bottled up. Mm-hmm. I didn't tell anyone about it. I'd go for fucking like walks at night, yeah. and I'd be like fucking felt like so alone and yeah man and yeah, then man. you've got people around you who pull you through it and they're like look you need to go and sort yourself out yeah. talk to this person do this that and the other and luckily I was able to come out the other side of it and I can kind of yeah. reflect I, I was going to ask like where where did you get that courage to to actually seek out help and speak to someone I think um, I think I kind of got that from from my support group so yeah. my family and friends like um, were able to kind of rally around me and I thought right I, I've got to do something because yeah. all these people rallying around me I've got to do something to yeah. kind of muster the, the effort to get through this and I, I did seek out help and um, went to the doctors about it and they're like okay we can refer you to this person yeah. go to this person talk to, to them about it and therapists man they're, they're crazy like yeah. honestly I went to this this person quite a few times probably once a week and um, some of the stuff she kind of like pulled from me from what I was saying I was like damn I didn't even like think about yeah, that yeah man like like problems I've had with like my family and stuff like that like my mum and dad and I'm like wow yeah but the thing is I, I've been scared to do something like that bro because mm. I, I don't know it's hard you're just scared to open up like I, I self-diagnosed myself last year like July time yeah with like for depression mm. you see it on the screen yeah you, you see it come up and you're just like nah I yeah. denied it. I was like, yeah. nah, I'm not depressed. I'm, I'm okay. Yeah, you're like, that can't be me. Yeah, I was, I was like, that's not me. That's not my character. I'm, I don't feel I don't feel that. But because I, I keep telling myself I don't feel that kind of way, yeah. I end up just like suppressing all those emotions. Yeah. And then eventually when something happens to me, they all just come out. Yeah. And then I end up taking it out on the wrong people. Yeah. You know? 
That's another yeah. thing. It's like you end up pu- pushing people that you don't really want to push away. This is it, right? And, and then they end up sort of like going away from you. And then next thing you know, you're like, oh, do you know what? I, you ain't got a, a line of support. Yeah. And that's that's the one thing I need to stop doing personally is pushing people away that are yeah. offering me help. Yeah. And stop convincing myself as well yeah. that I'm okay if I'm not okay. Yeah, well, this is it, right? And, and that's where... I mean, um, I think I'm quite lucky as well, obviously having the support group that I did. I know I've, you know, um, sort of shared out of people and like yeah. hit, hit back at the <clears throat> wrong people because of the way I feel. Mm-hmm. I'm lucky that they've kind of stuck around with me through that and yeah. kind of always been there with me for uh, regardless of how of I've what happened, how yeah. I've acted. Yeah, so yeah, man. I can only, uh, you know, shout out to to the people that that supported you, man. Yeah. Uh, Big, 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 massive help for you, bro. 100%. And I'm, ha- I'm happy to hear that yeah. you came out on the other side. Definitely, man. And, you know, you're doing better. Oh, definitely, yeah. I, I mean, it's like night and day from, from where I was back then to, to now. Like, I had, like, a shit job, like, working um, a night shift. Yeah. And, and night shifts alone don't help with things yeah. like that because you're awake during the night and then when you actually go to sleep, it's during the day, so it doesn't help you not seeing anyone. You're, yeah. Yeah, that was shit. And then obviously all the shit with my old relationship as well. That was yeah. fucking, yeah, man. That Is that the, the relationship from episode one? Yeah. Okay, man. Uh, Mate, she, woo-wee. Ah, man, um, man, man, man. How are you causing my man over here trouble like this, girl? Oh, man. She was, but, uh, yeah. I, yeah, I, man. I can't even explain. I'm, I'm glad. Listen again, I'm glad and I'm happy. You've come out on the other side. You're doing well. And... I, I need to I need to to try find some help myself. Yeah, you know. Let's think, but I I feel like things like this, like talking about it, and just being mm. able to openly talk about it, that that's like a a good step is actually being able yeah. to talk to people about it because you know, like, like I'm always here for you, man. You know, yeah, no. you're always welcome to talk to me about anything. And I can kind of pull off my own experience if that helps, and yeah. if you want to just just shout at me and just tell me shit about how mm. you're feeling, then I'm I'm all ears. Now, I'm, uh, listen, appreciate that, bro. Uh, appreciate yeah. that. Any Definitely, time. we'll have to sit down and have a chat. Anytime, mate. Because, yeah, man, like, you can't go through it alone. That's the main thing, mm-hmm. is no matter what you're going through, never think that you're alone. You might you might just convince yourself that you're alone because, again, that's your that's your head. You keep telling yourself that. But yeah. you're never alone. There's no. always people there to help you, people mm-hmm. there to listen. Um, So... Again, you know, we've got social media linked to, to mental health yeah. because you get a lot of internet trolls yep. who, who just, for some reason, they think it's a good idea to, to go and ruin people's days, yep. body shaming, you know, um, mm. those, those Instagram models. Yeah. A, a lot of bad people on the internet Again, it's not. I wouldn't say a lot of bad people. But there's some bad people in the internet. There's some very bad people, right? And then there's the the most part of people are there just to you know be there and be with their friends and yeah. sort of interact with the world. Yeah, and you know you you got the cases like the Ian Wright situation, the Wilfred Zahar situation. You know, they 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 people just getting on with their days, man. Just being yeah. themselves, and then they get DM'd racial abuse. Someone don't even know. Again, mentally, Ian Wright must be thinking like, "What have I done wrong?" Yeah. 
You know, Zaha yeah. is thinking, what have I done wrong? Yeah. I'm only being myself. Well, that's it. And I, I can only commend them enough for just kind of, you know, screenshotting these people and just putting them out of there. Mm. And then, and let, let the best way people, to deal with them. Yeah. Just, just chuck them out there and let the whole world lambast them. Exactly. What they're doing. A 12 year old got arrested disgusting. for racially abusing Wilfred Zaha. 12 and, years old. And I wonder maybe where he's. I think maybe the dad should be arrested as well. Yeah. Or the, or the mum or, or, or whoever. Because they're not, they're not learning that themselves. Nah. And, and kids, man, like, you talk to your kids, people. Parents, you need to talk to your kids. You need to educate your kids. Yeah. And maybe don't let your kid on, on social, social media. media. Why old? is he 12 years old and he's on Instagram? Again, my little I, sister, she's 15, yeah. and I freak out every time I see her name pop up on my Instagram. She doesn't really? post anything. Yeah, yeah. Thank God for that. Mm. But I still freak out. Yeah, because I'm just like, oh my god, it's man! Weird, right? Like, I don't think I got Facebook until I was like oh, 15. 15, 16, yeah, 15 like is that. when I got Facebook, I think. Yeah, like, so like, come towards the end of, sort of lot of like secondary school. Yeah, um, but I couldn't imagine having any younger than that. Yeah, like, man, I wouldn't know what to do with that. We, we had MSN. Oh yeah, MSN was like that was a bit ropey. <laughs> that that was ropey, man. But that, that was good fun. <laughs> was good fun <laughs> MSN was good fun. Chucking lyrics in the old uh, <laughs> your little bio <laughs> bit. Ollie Jones, smiley face, tongue out, smiley face. <laughs> oh, what was that thing that you used to um, send on, on whenever MSN? You'd have like, whenever you'd have like a best friend or like a girl you realise <laughs> something and you'd chuck them in your name <laughs> with like a little love heart around them. <laughs> Brandy, love heart, and love then heart, love asking heart. The, the question, ASL. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Mate. Do you know what? The internet, BFFL. The, yeah, the internet can be great, but the internet can also be very harmful, and people need to be careful how they're using social media. Yeah, you know, um, and again, linking to um, the body shaming. Mm. You know, girls then looking up to to some other sort of Instagram models, for example, um, wanting yeah. to be skinny. I can and and you I know. can relate to this yeah. because um, the whole time I've been on social media, you know, you follow people that you like, mm -hmm. like The Rock and Marvel. You wanted to be The Rock, mate. Who, who doesn't want to be The Rock? You know what I mean? <laughs> but, um, but you follow all the, like these celebrities and yeah. these companies and stuff, and they're showing you like these guys with like six packs and yeah. big arms and all this sort of thing, and you're like, why don't I look like that? You know what I mean? Yeah. And I've I've massively struggled with like confidence issues and like my own body and stuff like yeah. that for, for years just because of like you, you see these people and it gets in your head and you're yeah. like but Fuck. the thing is you, you're you're alive mm. you're living yeah you're healthy mm. you know and you can look like Dwayne the Rock Johnson Ollie oh, if yeah. you went to the gym Imagine. and you put in the hours that he did Dwayne the Rock you, you know the Rock works yeah. hard you well, know but some people want to cheat yeah. You know, some people want to cheat the system, mm -hmm. and 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 then take shortcuts to mm -hmm. look like these celebrities. But and this is the thing, right? Like, you have to bear. Like, I I think one thing that I I didn't bear in mind until you know sort of the last like year and a half or so is that these people that you see mm. on your social media every day, 
it's their job to look like this. Yeah. It's their job to work out for films and stuff. And yeah. be ripped. If you're working a nine to five job, Monday to Friday. And Marks and Spencers. You aren't going to get the time. No, you will not. To be in the gym five hours a day. No, you will not. Every day of the week. So I think that's one thing that, that people have to bear in mind. Yeah. You, have to, you can't keep up you to have that lifestyle. You that. And, you know, accept who you are. And if you do want to look a bit better it, yeah. it, it will take a bit longer but you got to put in the work yeah um and i can i can vouch that as well like i i, I was quite a lot bigger than i am now and <laughs> luckily i uh kind of took a took a look at myself and was like right i, I want to look a different way yeah. and i put the work in and lost like 20 kilos over three months while i was with my pt and really? yeah much happier there free poor guy yeah man shout out to fruity man yeah man fruity fruity is the guy if anyone needs any PT in, I definitely would recommend Fruity Man. He's Shout out to Fruity Man. In the Cambridgeshire area. It's a little free, free advertisement for you there, Fruity. <laughs> there you go. My boy. <laughs> Mate, and he, yeah, he's, he's so knowledgeable as well. And he, he's kind of made me realise things like that with like, yeah. you know, don't look at these people because, you know, they're not living the same life as nah, you No, they're are. not. Not at all. So you can't, you, you know, can't relate to them. You, you can only be Ollie Jones. Yeah. That, you'd play Ollie Jones the best. Yeah, exactly. You know, you can't be the rock point it, two because nobody can be the rock. Exactly. You know I mean? So nobody's eating, you know, fucking French toast smothered in peanut butter with me. <laughs> have you seen his cheat days? Yes, mate. Have you I, seen how much pizza he eats on his cheat? Oh, oh my god, he loves it, mate. Bro, he eats so much dough. I was like, how the hell? And then he has like three like big old tubs of ice cream and he yeah. just sits and just eats it. He's got his big stack of cookies. Mate, oh, fuck yeah. Mm. The Rock, that the Rock, man. Hey, Dwayne, send me your workout plan. Mate, please. I want, mate, I want some of his tequila. <laughs> yeah. Boy, shout out to uh, Rent Free for this lovely honey rum. Rent Free for the lovely mm -hmm. honey rum we're sipping on today. Um, but yeah, you know, that is... The, the main message for us today with mental health is guys make sure you you speak to people to someone seek help yeah you know you don't go through things alone try to share it um even go on the internet just look for a therapist for example like Ollie did yeah yeah exactly don't be afraid to to talk to people about it just tell them how you feel and you know reach out yeah people aren't going to turn you down Nah. Your support group's not going to tell you to fuck off. You know what nah, I mean? They cannot. They'll be there for you. And I think also, guys as well, we need to start understanding each other. Yeah. You know, instead of just downplaying when one of our guys is feeling some type of way and said, oh man, we doing, bro. Yeah. Like, nah, guy, just li on. listen to your friend. Yeah. Listen to your friend. He might genuinely be going through something that he can't talk about, but if even if his own friends. Yeah, are just downplaying it. Yeah, he's also not gonna take it as serious. Let's sit right, and it's like that whole like be a man. Sort yeah, of thing. it's like nah, you nah. Know, be a person. You're, you're a human being. Exactly. Be a person. You've got your faults and you've got your problems. So exactly that. Speak up. Speak to your friends. Speak to exactly. your family. I was actually gonna do a mud run in September. Oh yeah. Tough mudder. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for mind the mental health. Yeah. Um, but obviously, Corona. Oh yeah. Came shit. about. Mm. and they've had to like reschedule stuff so but I'm still going to do that yeah. I think you should join me oh mate I'd, I'd be more than happy to tough mud I'll be covered in absolute caked in mud Oi, take nothing but real talk on the run mate are we going to even interview some people whilst we're there yeah. maybe just just That'd to get what, what, what their thoughts are 
exactly for you know? some mental health for some whatever yeah. so we'll keep you posted people if we do do that actually not even if we are going to do that run when we do it we will obviously relay some stuff that we've learned from people we'll get some people involved mate we'll get yeah. some we'll get a group of people come with us yeah people want to join us yeah anyone that's listening if you would like to come on the run with us dm us and we will let you know when we will be taking part on this run but yeah the sooner you do it the better yeah slide into those dms slide in the dms Mm-mm-mm. moving on to our last segment of the show or the episode mm-hmm. um there was a story that came out uh, about two weeks ago yeah, I think it was about, so, wasn't it? Like about a week, one, oh, a week and a half or so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, about the social media star, Nicole Thea, who died alongside her unborn son, mm. uh, baby Rain. Um, she died whilst eight months pregnant. So um, sad, man. And the, um, yeah, man, it's, it's very sad. Very, very sad what's happened to her. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the official um, autopsy is still pending but the cause of the death is a suspected heart attack. Mm. Now, the family says she had no underlying health problems. And she was what, 24? And she was 24 years old. Um, she, she died, obviously, from the heart attack, but before she passed away, sadly, mm-hmm. um, she told a midwife that she was having problems with her breathing, yeah, and everything else, um, and her midwife just sort of brushed it to the side, and then she she just tragically, obviously, passed away in yeah. the end. Um, and then this few months ago, this is it's been in in the news for for a few few years now, um, about how black women in the UK are more likely to die from complications uh, during pregnancy right. uh, and childbirth uh, compared to white women. And the the death in pregnancy surrounding um, the death in, sorry in pregnancy and childbirth is rare. Yeah, yeah. So it's very, it's a very rare thing to happen. But I think it's, it's not something you hear about very much, is it? No, nah, it's it's really not. But obviously, in in this case, I think with Nicole Thea, it's a case of negligence from the midwife. Yeah, she literally just didn't even offer nothing. To Nicole, what's it right? And that's like that's your job. That, you that know, your your job is to make sure that this pregnancy goes smoothly mm-hmm. and that whatever um, the woman needs, yeah. she gets. Exactly. If she has some problems, you sort those out for her. Mm-hmm. So I, I just can't understand what would go through someone's head to just to completely ignore it. If someone yeah. says, "I've got problems breathing," okay, that's a serious issue. Yeah. That's that should be looked into, especially yeah. if she's pregnant. Yeah massive looking even if you're not pregnant when you go to the doctors yeah and you say i've got a breathing problem yeah they look into it oh yeah definitely they've got got to look into it at least yeah because you could genuinely be dying Mm -hmm. or it could be just something you know off with you but at least have it checked out yeah at least the doctors should pay attention um so this 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 whole um, Nicole Thea situation. Um, a few years back, when uh, Serena Williams gave birth, as mm. well, um, and Beyonce as well, another high-profile 
uh, pregnancy that had complications. Mm. But um, Serena came out and said, you know, because of how much wealth she has, she yeah. was lucky enough to get, you know, good doctors, good nurses around her in state-of-the-art facilities in hospitals. Yeah. Um, but she also had complications. But because she had the the support yeah. from, from the medical staff, she was able to, to have a, 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 a diff, not not a different, but a much more smoother sort of pregnancy. Which is it right? She's like a, a global superstar. Mm. Both, both Serena and Beyonce are. Yeah. So people are going to pay attention to them. Yeah. Whereas, you know, your everyday person yeah. won't get that sort of thing. Yeah. And then they might not be able to afford that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so it... It's not something you hear hear a lot about, is it? And it's not something that you'd you'd no. really think about. I mean, everyone's kind of got this idea of pregnancy and having having children as being like this amazing thing. And yeah. But you don't really think about this sort of side of it, where people do die from pregnancies. Like, yeah. um The maternal death rates in the UK, um, what forty per hundred thousand pregnancies for, yeah. for, for for black people, and then eight per hundred thousand for white people. Yeah. That's crazy. That's that's a massive, massive difference. You know, yeah. forty-two well, to eight. When you think about it, if you times that to what a million people, that's what four hundred deaths for every million people. Yeah, it's a lot of people. That's a lot of people, and you know, this has then had links to to systematic racism within yeah. the NHS. Yeah, you know, and with figures like that, you know, it, it is kind of alarming. You can't argue the fact when there's figures like that, yeah. right? And you hear things like, um, you know, someone saying, I've got problems with my breathing. Yeah. And then the midwife ignoring it. Yeah. You know? Why are you ignoring it? Just just if, a simple thing. If things. that was a white woman who's pregnant and, and you're looking after her as well, do you yeah. ignore that? No. So, you know... I'd like to hear more cases potentially and see what other what other people's pregnancies have been like. Yeah. Um, um, both black and women people, maybe with the same midwife. Yeah. Maybe with other midwives and see what the difference is like. Yeah. Whether they got more support being a white person than a, than a black person. Yeah. I, I'm, I had a conversation with my mum mm -hmm. um, and I asked her what sort of um, experience she had when she was pregnant with my sister because she had a, a cesarean with my sister. Yeah. Um, so I just asked her, you know, was your midwife looking after you, sort of thing, and and what, what sort of treatment did you get from her? And she she just said because her midwife was from Zimbabwe, mm -hmm. even though this was in the UK. Yeah. She said that they had that bond because we're from they're from the same country. Yeah. So she didn't have that much of a problem. Yeah. With her process uh, of her pregnancy with my sister, so. You know, it just shows that there might be a racial bias because had that been someone else, would my mum have been treated differently? Could it have been different, yeah. You know? So I think it's just something that's definitely worth paying attention to. Mm -hmm. And, you know, uh, it's something that needs to be to be changed because, you know, we can't keep... That's a, there's, that's a lot of lives lost there that from is, those figures. Yeah. A lot of lives that have not been given a chance Mm -hmm. you know and also you're taking the, the mother's potentially life away as well yeah um so you know it's 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 very sad yeah and it's and it's suddenly your mum kind of when she thinks back to her pregnancy she thinks that 
because she that, that she has to kind of say because she had someone who was from Zimbabwe yeah it, it might have been better for her yeah where she where she shouldn't even have to be like that she might think that oh because I've got any midwife it should be fine yeah but it, it's it's, yeah, it's unbelievable it's um really there, there was also um uh another lady a black lady called Candice Breath uh, Braithwaite yeah. she spoke to the BBC mm-hmm. um, she'd been a victim of racial bias around the time that she gave birth mm-hmm. um, and she she said that the way she was treated was differently to the mothers in the same position as her mm-hmm. who were of a different race um, and that she ex- the expectant white mothers mm-hmm. seemed to be listened to more in depth with right. a, uh, with a sense of empathy she says as well mm-hmm. Um, an approach that she says was missing for from her care. Yeah. Um, and then when she had a, uh, her C-section with her daughter, she felt worse than she should have felt. Right. So uh, again, another interesting one there to say that she was observing what was going on around her. Mm-hmm. And then she sees all these people being treated different. And then she's thinking, you know. That's that's systemic ra- uh, racism to yeah. the tea though, right? Yeah. It's just like, why why are they being treated differently? Yeah, you know precisely. Yeah, why are they, they being treated all, so differently? Should all be the same? You should listen to one patient the same and take their yeah. problems as seriously as the next person's, regardless of, you know, color or or, or age or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, mate, it's it, it's it's a difficult one, um, and I, I I just feel so sad that this has happened. Yeah, man, and. Um, you can only hope that, that something like this could change and maybe the NHS need to look at themselves and maybe diversify themselves a bit more. Yeah. And then if you have a, a more diverse um, sort of workforce, yeah, does that potentially get better? That's a, I'd like to think so. But the, the NHS itself, it is... It's probably one, um, one run by like white people, right? Yeah. And and it's got... A, there's a lot of um, ethnic people working within the NHS and I, I, I just still don't understand why you know the things like this are still able to happen mm. you know like, like you're saying obviously they need to be more diverse within the workplace but there's still deaths happening yeah so what's actually being done yeah. you know could it be a racial bias or could it just be a negligence of the midwives just not paying enough attention yeah to people that are pregnant you know yeah so definitely definitely worth looking into that um and some investigations have got to be done for sure yeah yeah precisely i think they need to kind of you know i mean i mean first of all they need to speak to the midwife and be like look why didn't you Mm -hmm. take this problem more seriously what did you do to help what have you done in previous cases and you know if this person has a record of this sort of behaviour where they're not helping people and they're ignoring yeah. problems, maybe they need to get gone. Yeah. Get rid of them. Yeah, not for sure. Because it's not good of. enough. Unbelievable, Jeff. Yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, unbelievable. Um, <laughs> yeah. I even got some comments here from my mum. Uh, she said that black women are prejudiced to strong be- uh, black beliefs from their upbringings. Most black women are into Christianity or old traditional beliefs. If you scream in pain during labour, shows your weakness as a mother, and your child will be a weakling, or just pray and sing praises, God will take care of everything. This makes 
most of the women suffer in silence as they are ashamed or afraid of asking for help during uh sorry for help due to their beliefs mm-hmm. um as long as you black oh this is my mum the way she writes <laughs> as long as you're black <laughs> and doctors also tend to care yeah uh, more for white women than blacks mm. um as a race blacks are more predisposed to some conditions especially pre eclampsia and there is not enough education to black women regarding this and i think that's that's the the pre eclampsia i hope i'm pronouncing it right mum slap me if i don't pronounce <laughs> it right please but i feel like that is the same condition that uh, serena williams was also right. suffering from okay. so it's interesting that my mum is saying you Sorry. know so is your mum effectively saying, because I don't really know enough about it, that yeah. um, black people are more likely to suffer from that? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes, so um, so that's the condition that Serena Williams had right. um, when she was pregnant. But again, because she had those resources, all those doctors around her, she yeah. managed to go through that process more smoothly than a normal person would have. And that's interesting, right? Like maybe midwives don't really think about that too much mm. maybe there's a lot of cases where they don't really they're not really educated yeah as much as they should be on that sort of thing so that's why we're saying maybe the midwives need to listen yeah to their patients mm-hmm. you know if they're in pain listen to what kind of pain they're going through yeah they can't breathe find out why yeah you know because that's the difference just listening to their problems is the difference between life and death yeah again is the difference between reducing those numbers of black women dying during pregnancy or childbirth you know so it, it's it's a lot of things that need to change um and again this also links to the black lives matter mm-hmm. you know because negligence towards the um black people yeah within the healthcare um is is just bringing more attention to that part as well. So, um, we just we just hope things start changing in the world because there, there's there's yeah. a lot of things wrong in the world right now, man. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely you know. No. Um, yeah, more attention needs to be put towards it, and you know, I feel like if there was something like this where there was a a white woman or, or, or white people in general more uh, predisposed to getting a certain disease mm-hmm. that. Doctors would probably be more educated on it. Yeah. Doctors would have done something about it by now. Yeah, precisely. So, so um, yeah, it, it's an interesting one. I, I just hope they use this case yeah. as a, like a teaching point. Yeah, now like, for sure. Look, this is what you don't do. You know, yeah. if, if this sort of thing happens, here's what you should do. Here's what you should be looking for. Um, yeah, research and reform, man. Yeah the big thing it, it it needs to be done there's nah. a reform that needs to be done in so many areas 100 you know, percent. the government needs to look at themselves the nhs needs to look at themselves mm-hmm. the education system needs to look at themselves and and these these are things that we've been putting to light on this show yeah definitely you know and I mean, that's something that we will continue to do and you know, we'll continue to do that you know and, and people may disagree with us they may think you know that the education system is this that and the other yeah no that that's your opinion yeah and we're not we're not saying we're always right people are entitled to their opinion exactly we're, we're entitled to ours and what one thing i've been reading recent uh, recently me and my girlfriend have been reading this is this is this book it's called like me and my white privilege mm-hmm. 
and it kind of takes you through why you feel a certain way and um, certain different things I, I've yeah. never heard of before. And when you hear people say stuff that they're like, you know, oh, I'm not this because I'm, I'm not a racist and all this sort of thing, that's you denying it. Yeah. That's your denial. You may not be racist, but yeah. you need to accept your privilege and your position. Yeah. And move on from it and, you know, accept that these things do happen. Yeah. I, 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 I see Charlie. Charlie's active on, on Instagram. Yeah, man. She's yeah, active she on it. Instagram. She's yeah. always, like, posting stuff um, to, to raise awareness. So, shout out to Charlie. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. Keep going, man. girl. Yeah, she, she loves it. And she, she's very opinionated, you know. She has, yeah. a, she has a certain opinion on a lot of things. And, you know, I'm all for it, you know. Yeah. People, you know. Say your opinion. She's a feminist. I see some of her posts oh, as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, Charlie's <laughs> on it. I've, I've seen some of her posts, man. She's proper on it. Yeah. And, and and that's that's all we need is to, for people to continue just being like that as well. You know, that's just it. You know, educating you, others. Exactly. You need to use your voice. You need to educate people. Mm -hmm. And that's all we can do. Yeah. And if people want to ignore it and be ignorant, then that's their decision. But yeah. the world's changing and the world's moving on without you. Exactly that. Exactly that. So, yeah. Um, to finish off the show today, um, I was gonna say let's have a little game of of would you rather. Oh yeah, you know, just gonna ask you some questions. Jesus, I'm just gonna look. Um, I, I wrote some down. I wrote loads down as well. Did you? Yeah, and I'm just trying to look for some. Um, Is this gonna be some like horrible shit? Like <laughs> would you rather shag your mummy? Nah, 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 nah. Because we've we've, no. spoke, we've spoken about. A lot of deep things today. Yeah, yeah. I thought we'd would end it on a lighter note. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, on, on a little with, with a little, little laugh. Fun. You know, with a bit of fun because that's what that's what we're about. We're oh, about yeah, doing exactly. everything education wise. We, we will educate you, try educate you, but we will also try and make you laugh at the same time. Exactly, serious but funny. Right, we'll start. We'll start with a light one. Same, same, but different. Would you rather only be able to whisper or only be able to shout? Hmm. Oh man, that's difficult. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know what I do? I'd only be able to whisper, but I'd buy a megaphone. <laughs> that's a good shout. That's a good shout. I, I took inspiration from that from um, one of my friend's mums. Unfortunately, she has um, a paralyzed vocal cord. Yeah. So when she speaks, she, she's got a a very low voice yeah and, and effectively sounds like she's only whispering but <laughs> one of her sons bought her for, a, for Christmas a megaphone oh so sick she can like shout out when dinner's ready ah uh, see that's clever that is clever that's a clever answer I like yeah, that yeah, yeah. I like I like I, the way you came about that that's that good that's good hey guys thanks for tuning in to another episode of Nothing But Real Talk don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on Spotify we'll have all six episodes up on there and for more Nothing But Real Talk, don't forget to follow us on social media, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the episode. See you next time. From me, Mr. Sports, and Marquet, peace and love.